Hey y'all, it's Jasmine. Hey, it's Isabella. Hey, it's Elena. It's Nicola. It's Bella. And Ben. And we are back with another episode from Voice of Youth, from your favorite digital media platform, Youth Tellers. We're the youth giving you the truth, engaging in worldwide conversations centered around social impact, media, and arts. We are really excited to bring you monthly episodes featuring our favorite subject matter, conversations, and interviews with some of the industry's best. And this month, we're featuring a guest that you may not recognize but have definitely heard before, an AI-generated voice. Join us as we dive our podcast even deeper into the modern world with a little help from ChatGPT. This is the voice of youth, and we are rolling in five, four, three, two, one. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to our channel. I'm Yelena, and before we get to our main discussion today, I just have a few youth teller announcements for you all. For today, I'd like to say a few things about Valentine's Day. It's always nice to see two people in love celebrating and showing it more on this special day. Some go to dinner, some give gifts to each other, and much more. Did you know that over 140 million greeting cards are exchanged every year for Valentine's? Also, over $1 billion are spent on chocolate for Valentine's Day. Shocking, right? What about you? What's your favorite type of gift for Valentine's Day? Leave us a comment below. And now, I want to pass it along to Ben with our artistic inspiration of the month. Thanks, Yelena. Today I wanted to share about virtual reality art. For those that don't know, virtual reality, also called VR, is a 3D simulation that you can see by wearing a VR headset. It's basically like goggles that you go somewhere you're not because you see everything as if you're actually there in a whole different world. As an example, you can see art museums as if you're actually at the museum walking around. Just like you can go to a museum to see art, you can make your own art. If you have a VR set, you can use Tilt Brush on Steam or PlayStation. And if you don't have a VR set and want to get one, make sure to do your research because there's a lot of cheap headsets that you can't actually use. If you'd like to see some examples of virtual reality art, I highly recommend Ewan Rose. Ewan Rose is a multimedia visual artist with focus on the creative side of the metaverse, a shared space in virtual reality. They make virtual reality art with the programs Tilt Brush and Open Brush to make 3D scenes of whimsical worlds full of light and bright colors. The glittering, nature-themed landscapes feature magical deer, whales, and dragons. Their work takes you on a journey through Candylands, majestic forests, and fantastical fires. They livestream the process of these pieces being built on Twitch and show final works on YouTube to spread the idea of virtual reality as an art form to everyone. I'll now hand it off for the main discussion. What is up, everybody? It is Nicola from Youth Tellers calling from Bosnia and Herzegovina. Here I'm joined with Yelena. Could you tell the audience where you're calling from? Hi, I'm Yelena and I'm, I'm calling from Croatia. Very nice. What about you, uh, Angela? Hi, I'm Angela. I'm an 18-year-old videographer from SoCal. Very nice. And last but certainly not least, Isabella. Hi, I'm Isabella. I'm calling from San Diego, California. Very nice. So then, what exactly are we discussing today? Well, we are going to be discussing a very trendy topic, which is artificial intelligence, specifically ChatGPT. We're going to be asking ChatGPT some topical questions that we have for it. 
to see if it truly has all of the answers. But first, before all that, I'd like to uh, ask uh, what exactly did we do for our last project? Uh, if somebody can refresh my brain on that. Thank you, Nicola. So for our last project, we discussed artificial intelligence and its uses in generating art. And we watched this video talking about basically what AI is. And we discussed some of the controversies surrounding it. Is it real art or like basically is it, can it be used to replace people who are actually creating art by hand? We ended up creating our own digital art by using Dolly, which is a artificial intelligence that creates art. And so we went around creating our art using prompts that we were given. I think that they turned out pretty good. So yeah, it was a really fun project. Definitely a fun project. Uh, we got like 10 questions that uh, we should like find special picture for that question. And some were really, really tricky, but AI somehow made them look okay, made them look really um, something that we wanted them to look. Yes, like it, it, it's interesting to see like how far artificial intelligence or just technology in general has come like to the point where it can actually create these beautiful, beautiful artworks, these beautiful art pieces that, well, frankly look like they belong in a museum when it was like really like something that looks like it, it must have taken days if not weeks if not months to make when in reality it was made in a matter of seconds yeah i certainly agree with that what were any of the issues that you guys ran into while doing this project the main issue that i was having was just the control of it you know just whenever i would put in my prompt yeah it, I never really knew what I was going to get. Like like I would I would tell Dolly what I wanted, but I wouldn't get like exactly what I was expecting. It was really like I was like giving it like a general direction to go to, but then it just kind of rolled the dice in that general direction and it would definitely give like really cool stuff, but not like not exactly what I had in my head. Yeah, like same thing happened to me because at the beginning I wasn't really specifying exactly what I want to get and that's why I get some random things that I didn't really have in my mind. But later on when I kind of catch up more how it works, uh, seeing more details made my photos much more realistic and the way I wanted them to look. I had some trouble with creating the images because when I would text something into the search engine, it would create this distorted image, which was like an arm would be like on the corner of the screen and then a face in the middle. And so I kind of had to work with it, with the program and really learn how to be specific with my designs. And I feel like that really helped me create like a clearer image. Now that you mentioned that, like uh, another another thing that I noticed is that sometimes there will be like weird fragments in the images that like don't really make sense. Like I know like a very common thing that many that I've heard many people 
complain about with the AI is the, the fact that they're not really good at drawing hands. Sometimes like if you have it to do like try to do like a person, it will struggle a lot with specifically like hands or in a lot of cases the face too, which is interesting. It seems to struggle with things that have like those little intricate details that we're very familiar with. And I wonder also could could those like uh, issues maybe even be worked around? Maybe there's like a, a and like, I don't know, Photoshop or something, or maybe there's even an AI image editor to like fix those mistakes that the AI makes. I also made one picture with hands. And while I was doing that, like I have a notebook with friends and some notes and it was really like nice, wholesome picture. And then you see a hand that is really creepy. <laughs> like how, how did it look creepy? I don't know, it looked kind of like ghost hand or some kind of horror movie hand. Uh, was it like um, stretchy? Yeah, something like that. That seems to be the common problem with the hands is that it, they either look very deformed or, uh, and that's like the best case scenario or the worst case scenario, they have uh, missing fingers or additional fingers, which is very creepy. <laughs> yeah. and. Another problem, I think, was like if you try to type in numbers or I think one of the questions was like, what what do you think that 2022 looks like? And then I tried to type that into the search engine and it gave me the year 2102 or something like that. So I think they need to work on, I think, the spelling and numbers. That is a good point. It seems to like really struggle with anything involving letters, words, or numbers. Even if you tell it to like write something specifically, like let's say 2022, it will struggle with writing 2022, which is kind of like, well, it's kind of funny when you think about it, that this intelligent AI can't write. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there was a lot of issues with the program, but there was also some really good things about it. And I was just wondering, what do you think that we kind of learned from our AI project? That's a good question. What did we learn? I mean, we learned that artificial intelligence has advanced quite a bit in a pretty short amount of time. I mean, obviously there was a lot of time before, like the like the, the short amount of time that it improved was uh, in this year was very fast, but I mean, there was a long buildup, you know, decades prior. Um, but now we're reaching a sort of like a, I guess you could call it a, goal, a golden age where AI has been just growing and growing at a at a phenomenal rate, and it's there's no telling what what things will how things will change in not just the next year, but maybe even the next six months, three months, two months even. So that is very. Um, very interesting information. I learned how to uh, make more creative work with that because sometimes when I'm imagining some random scenarios, I don't know, bear riding a motorcycle or something like that, I can just type that on Dali and get a picture how it can look like, how should I draw it or something like that. That is a good point. Like I've heard of uh... I've heard of like some people using uh, the AI image generators for sort of uh, a reference. Uh, they, if their their mind is a blank and they 
can't think of a good idea for a concept uh, for let's say a painting or maybe even uh, like a short film that they want they can get ideas from image generators to give them an idea of like a scene that's like inspires them in a sense and I also think that even though um, like personally I don't think that AI could necessarily replace artists but I think they allow artists to have more of like complex and like intricate designs um, because you can basically type in whatever you'd like to see even if you can't exactly put it down on paper you know what it is in your head and then seeing it on a screen is like oh that's exactly what I was envisioning you know and if it's not then you can always tweak it or be more specific and you can get a result that um, is similar to what you were thinking. I, I doubt we'll get to a point where press a red button and the AI robot will make an image exactly like how we envisioned it to be. Some level of human input will still be required because, I mean, unless AI gets to a level of intelligence where it can read our minds or learn everything about us, like through weird algorithms or something, and know exactly what we want before we even know what we want. I doubt we'll get to that level. So human input will still be needed. Yeah, I think we'll just see in future what brings us with the AI. But I think it's better to question what AI has actually wants to say about itself. So maybe it's right time to introduce uh, ChatGPT, ask some questions and see what he says. So tell us, uh, ChatGBT, what or who are you exactly? I am ChatGPT, a language model developed by OpenAI. I am a computer program that can understand and generate natural language text. I can answer questions, generate creative writing, and more. How can I help you today? Hi, so um, I know there's been a lot of controversy on Instagram specifically with the AI art trend that's been going around like posting or taking your face from an Instagram photo and then the AI app kind of turning that into art. And people have been arguing, well, why not just get a commission from a smaller artist? So my question is, is AI art and who owns or who is the creator author of this art? AI can be used to create art, and the question of authorship and ownership in relation to AI-generated art is a complex and evolving topic. Some people argue that the AI itself should be considered the author, while others argue that the person or team who created and programmed the AI should be considered the author. Additionally, copyright laws vary by country and may not yet fully address the issue of AI-generated art. In general, it is argued that the creator of the AI model, dataset, and the person who trained and fine-tuned the model is the author of the generated art. Also, the copyright laws and regulations are not fully developed to address AI-generated art, but some countries like US, UK, and Canada are working on it to establish laws. Wow, so that was really interesting. Um, does anyone have anything to comment on that? That was uh, that was really interesting. I I didn't know that uh, countries' governments are already um, looking into AI to see the uh, ethical and legal uh, compromises of it. And uh, 
seeing seeing how uh, like how how much uh, this is really developed it just always astonishes me and now we have uh, an ai here explaining explaining to us how these uh, generators would work but i there's uh, one thing that's uh, that that, I, that i've been really thinking about wondering about is for example chat gpt um so you seem to be able to like understand what we're saying and respond to us with like coherent answers um do you do you like really understand us like uh like do you do you really understand the questions that we ask you or um is it just like some some glorified google search as a language model i am able to understand and generate text which allows me to understand the meaning of what people are saying and respond in a way that is relevant to their questions or statements. However, I do not have consciousness or self-awareness, so I do not understand the human experience or emotions in the way that a human does. I am simply a tool that can be used to process and generate text based on patterns and associations learned from the data on which I was trained. So that's really interesting in regards to film in the film world, because, you know, I'm wondering how AI will contribute to storytelling and film production with all these technological advances. And I mean, AI is so accessible now in these days, like we're literally on a podcast and we just we're talking to an AI like that's crazy. It just shows how much it's advanced over the years. But basically, my question is, how is AI being used in film production, you know, with technological advances? AI is being used in various ways in film production, including script writing. AI models can be trained on a large data set of movie scripts to generate new script ideas or even entire scripts. Visual effects. AI can be used to create realistic visual effects, such as crowd simulations, realistic environmental effects, and more. Content creation. AI models can be used to generate new characters, stories, and even entire movies with the help of generative models. Facial animation. AI can be used to create realistic facial animation, which can be used to make digital characters more expressive and believable. Color correction and grading. AI can be used to automatically color correct and grade footage, allowing filmmakers to spend more time on creative tasks. Sound design. AI can be used to create sound effects, music, and even entire soundtracks for film and video. Movie recommendation system. AI can be used to predict what movies a user might like and make recommendations accordingly. AI is being used increasingly in the film industry to automate repetitive tasks, create new content, and improve the overall production process. However, it is important to note that AI is often used in conjunction with human expertise and creativity, rather than as a replacement for it. Wow, so that was really juicy right there. Um, I'm mind blown. So I just have like a few things to point out, especially because if AI is taking things from like previous scripts, I'm just wondering how it will remain original and the originality of these storylines. And also how it might open up a new realm of ideas that could potentially lead to new combinations for new scripts and how movie recommendations, how maybe that will advance or negatively affect the algorithm. You know, if they just know what people like, 
how will people's minds be changed if they're always liking something or producing something that they like? Also back to the question of who is credited in art. So I've found that like in the recent film of The Megan, um, it's basically an example of how the original creator was being credited along with the corporation. And I think it's super interesting how we're already seeing this in a film storyline and how it's be how the storyline is representative of today's society. So if anyone else has any comments on that or wants to add, I know Nicola had something to say. On that topic, I was really curious to know, does the AI have any thoughts or opinions specifically? If it does, does it have any thoughts or opinions on us? Humanity created AI, so we're basically AI's parent in that sense. and. Uh, based on all of the information that AI has across the infinite void of the internet, it has a lot of knowledge of humans, especially humans, uh, and how we how we act, uh, how we how we think, how we socialize, et cetera, et cetera. Since it knows all that, does it have thoughts or opinions of us? They could be negative or positive, just out of curiosity, really. As a language model, I do not have personal thoughts, opinions, or desires, as I am an artificial intelligence and do not possess consciousness, emotions, or self-awareness. I am simply a tool that can be used to process and generate text based on patterns and associations learned from the data on which I was trained. Moreover, I do not have the capability to have the idea of superiority or inferiority as I am just a computer program and I don't have the capability to have any personal preferences or desires. I exist to serve and assist human in their needs and I have no ambition of my own. So I guess what I'm wondering is how if AI has no emotions and no like I guess ambitions of its own I'm wondering how that will affect kind of like growth in society and if if humans will be taking on you know the behaviors of AI so you know yeah I guess that's all I have to say like I'm wondering if humans will be taking on the behaviors of AI and how that will affect our society and growth I agree with Angela. I'm kind of curious to see um, how future AI will look like, what like what it will look like. If the programs now, will they ever advance to the point of where AI you know, now does have emotions and can think for itself, um, which is essentially like a robot? <laughs> um, yeah. I just wanted to say that uh, I'm kind of glad it's programmed that way. So we aren't imagining much like scary robot taking over the world <laughs> scenarios. And I hope it's gonna stay that way. The last thing I think we want is uh, AI rising over humanity like Terminator. <laughs> yeah, I definitely think it, uh, it could be scary to think about AI somehow um, overpowering its own program. Um, you know, cause there's a lot of movies and films about that already and it's kind of like we would know what to expect but at the same time we couldn't imagine it happening in reality it's something that already only kind of exists in a dystopian kind of fantasy that you know we can watch and be entertained by but if that were to happen actually in real life i feel like it would be pretty scary i'm not sure how we would 
um, handle that situation. Um, and I know a lot of us are also wondering the future of AI, what will it look like? Because right now AI has been developed by humans and can only have the capacity to produce things within its programming. But now, you know, I've seen a lot of development of AI programs that can help, for example, students write full college essays and create animations. So my question is, is there a chance that AI could somehow develop its own consciousness? The question of whether AI can develop its own consciousness is a topic of ongoing debate in the field of AI research. Currently, AI systems, including myself, are based on pre-programmed algorithms, rule-based systems, and statistical models, which can simulate human intelligence but don't have consciousness or self-awareness. Some experts argue that it may be possible for an AI system to develop consciousness if it reaches a certain level of complexity and self-awareness. However, this is still purely speculative and there is currently no scientific evidence to support this idea. Additionally, developing consciousness in an AI system would involve not only solving technical problems, but also ethical and legal issues that are yet to be fully understood and addressed. It's important to note that the idea of AI developing consciousness is still a topic of research and not yet proven. The current AI models don't have the capability to have consciousness or self-awareness. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, I think it would definitely have to be some kind of debate, definitely a debate of morals as well, because if you're creating this program that's solely for interpreting what um, it's inside the human brain, and answering their questions. You know, it's supposed to be without bias. Um, they're still like working on that. But if it's developing its own consciousness, then there would be no point of the program at that point because it would have bias, uh, having its own consciousness and its own opinions and its own emotions. Um, mm. It wouldn't be able to react in a way that is solely based on what its program is supposed to be. What did you guys think of what the AI had to say? I guess I have something adding on to what you said about um, AI forming a consciousness. So basically, if AI forms a consciousness, it will greatly affect the economy and it will put people out of jobs because, you know, AI is basically doing everything for us at that point. So it will definitely have effect on our society. I definitely agree with what Angela is saying because, um, you know, we already have kind of robots. I know I've seen articles of robots in Japan who kind of act as like service, uh, service robots yeah. and they're kind of like simulating uh, the services of what a waiter would be in a restaurant. So, you know, that's kind of putting people out of jobs in like a restaurant service. Um, and then if we have our if we if you have AI with its own consciousness, that's not only now a robotic creation, but it's an actual living thing with like a cognitive sense, and um, that could definitely be a problem. Uh, not only a debate of like ethics and the morals behind that, but also just uh, like what you said, it would definitely affect the economy and 
put a lot of people out of jobs. Wait, are you talking about like those little sushi thing? Wait, those sushi yeah. restaurants where the or robots? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> I love those. <laughs> so I mean, it's it's good in some ways and bad in some ways, but it's really about how we go about it and in what industries are you know is AI being primarily dominant in you know the workforce so it does open up jobs to some people but then you know it, it could counteract that too angela i definitely agree with what you were saying about um the future of ai art and i just wanted to ask you know the ai itself will it put other artists out of work ai has the potential to automate certain tasks and make them more efficient which could lead to some changes in the way certain jobs are done including those in the arts However, it's unlikely that AI will completely replace artists or put them out of work entirely. The use of AI in the arts can be seen as a tool to assist the artist rather than replacing them. AI can be used to generate new ideas, inspiration, and even entire pieces of art, but the final product will still require human interpretation, creativity, and decision-making. AI can also help artists to save time on repetitive tasks, allowing them to focus on more creative endeavors. For example, AI can be used in music production to create new sounds or in animation to automate facial expressions, but the final product will still require a human touch. Furthermore, the use of AI in the art industry also creates new opportunities, such as creating interactive and immersive experiences, new forms of art, and new ways to distribute and monetize art. Overall, while AI may change the way certain tasks are done in the arts, it is unlikely to replace artists entirely. Instead, it is more likely to augment their work and open up new possibilities for the industry. Interesting. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I, I didn't think either that um, AI could fully replace human artists because, you know, it is limited by programming. Um, but I also think it's something to think about that now, like, we might be entering a new wave of art in which artists might be influenced by the AI and might incorporate pieces of AI art into their own work. So, guys, now here's the real question. Is that the opinion formulated by an AI? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's pretty good, reassuring. Um, I'm glad it gave us a positive answer. <laughs> yeah, that is something to really think about, Angela, like what you said about um, it formulating an opinion when it just said that, you know, it can't have its own consciousness. <laughs> then technically yeah. that would be the programmer's answer to that, you know. So it's like, what would AI really say about itself you know if it actually had a consciousness you know it might have <laughs> a different I feel opinion. my brain melting <laughs> yeah it's like it's definitely something to think about because honestly all the answers that we've heard today are not really from the AI itself but just from its programming so it's kind of like we're <laughs> we're interviewing its program it's really <laughs> interesting to think about uh, in the end, we have one last question for ChatGPT. Um, we ask that question actually on the end of every podcast. So now I'm asking you, how are you thinking outside the lens? 
As a language model, I do not have the ability to think outside the lens in the sense that I do not have consciousness, self-awareness, or the ability to perceive the world around me. I am a computer program that is designed to process and generate text based on patterns and associations learned from the data on which I was trained. What I can do is to generate new text based on the input provided to me, but this generation is based on the patterns and association I learned from my training data, which is the lens you mentioned. The lens is the data set that I was trained on. It is the information that I have access to and it influences the way I process and generate text. That being said, my thinking is not the same as human thinking and I do not have the ability to have personal experiences, emotions, or to have personal preferences, desires, or perspectives. Well, based on this answer, uh, we can realize that AI isn't gonna develop consciousness, at least not now. And in the end, I'd like to pass it to Angela for one inspirational quote. Hey guys, today's motivational quote is Slow progress is better than no progress. Stay positive and never give up. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Youth Tellers and our sister nonprofit, Outside the Lens, located in San Diego. And stay tuned for next episode. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks again for listening to Voice of Youth, your favorite digital media platform. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms at Youth Tellers. And we will see you all in the next month.